Hello everyone, welcome to the Strip Down to Love podcast video where the essence of love comes from within. I am your host, Jennifer. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Strip Down to Love podcast video in this very moment. I appreciate it so much. In lieu of last week's episode, or last, last week's episode, <laughs> we will continue the breathing technique from last week. So, I want you to take a deep breath in and out. Take another deep breath in and out. Imagine you are breathing in love. Let it fill your body, your diaphragm, all the way down to your belly button down into your abdomen, through your legs, and down into your toes, and anchor yourself into the earth. Now breathe out love, let it encircle your body. How do you feel? Congratulations, you have just created another blanket of love that is anchoring you into the earth in love. So now that you have done this, I want you to say, I am here to remember. I am here to just be. I am relaxed. I am safe. And I am ready to continue. I urge you to remember you are an investment. By investing and sharing with you, I invest in myself, and we, together, give back to humanity. You deserve to remember and really enjoy life, so let's strip down to love. Today is Strip Down to Love, Defining Self-Love Edition, Part 2. Let's review the energy of love. The best way I know how to describe it is it's soft, embracing, not overbearing. It's filled with benevolence, altruism. It's a safe place to just be. I can describe it as a place to just unload, to unload your baggage. It is non-judgmental. It knows your worth. You don't have to prove anything. You are here in this energy of love to just be. It is not needy, it is not demanding. It creates a comfort without expectation. So you can just lay there. Nothing else matters when you are in the sea of love. When you are in the moment with love, it's like your original priorities didn't exist. Love asks you to just be. Embrace the soft energy. It doesn't rush you, it doesn't push you. It holds you, makes you become engrossed in the moment. It creates unity and immovable, graceful power. Love has the ability to take all of your baggage and recycle it, emulsify it, take it and dissipate it. Love is the highest vibration. 
Last Tuesday, we discussed sending yourself love in the past, present, and future. And how it is used to create your own reality. Have you done it yet? We also discussed how the application of love can be used to assist others and how special you are because you can be a medium to provide love for someone who needs it. Honoring your love. This part of the self-love edition makes me feel glittery, excited because it incorporates a little piece of my story. This next section of the self-love edition, we will dive into how honoring your love is an instrumental is instrumental in being the best that you can be. Many people struggle with self-identity and use codependency as a means to define who they are. But what if you connect with the true with your truest desires? with your heart and explore this world with your higher self first. Then found someone who was well connected with their higher self. You are both connected with your higher selves, your true self. Imagine how much of a synergistic effect that would be, what that would create. When you identify with yourself first, the rest will follow. So, I guess it is time for story time. <laughs> so, as most of you know, I um, if you watched the first episode, I was in a six-ish year relationship at one point in my life. I went through a very rough point in my life where it was where I was dead inside I this time in my life ate me up to the point where I had nothing to give for a very long time I went through a lot of pain and suffering for a good part of my life mostly because I didn't have the tools to help me in interpret interpreting <laughs> what I was feeling and I blamed myself for loss. I blamed myself for all of the negative feelings that I was drowning in. Obviously, it was a vicious circle of the same negative energy. I felt like the love that I gave wasn't returned in good faith. I felt cheated by life. I felt like I was overlooked by God. This is what happens when you feel like your love wasn't honored by another. When one's love that they gave is not honored or returned, that's when pain is created. When love isn't honored in the fashion that one may think it should have been honored, all kinds of feelings are, are felt and created. Feeling like your love wasn't honored can create depression. The feeling of being unworthy, 
feeling like you didn't do a good job at providing enough resources in the relationship, you weren't attentive enough, kind enough, diligent enough. You feel backstabbed, especially by the higher beings you believe in. But the thing is, is that you weren't truly honoring the capacity of your love. Take the focus off of the relationship and all of the things you gave, whether it be material, emotional, or time. Turn the focus back onto yourself. Look at yourself. You are enough. You've been enough. Now it's time to continue to honor your love and your power. What happens when one doesn't honor their own capacity to love? Well, the universe will surely show you. I wasn't really honoring the value in the love I provided. I wasn't honoring my needs. Just to create a scenario in your mind, this is how it basically went every single day. Every single day, I would give him the energy of my love. I would give him my love. And every single day, he would take it and put it in the trash. Take it and put it in the trash. When we did finally break up, I was devastated. All kinds of negative feelings came to the surface and were created towards him and towards the relationship. But I was actually... But it should have been myself I was looking at. I could have taken the liberty to ask myself sooner if I was honoring my needs my deepest desires, which I wasn't. I had dreams to finish college and explore science and explore this world. And every day he made it harder to have my dreams come to fruition. Every day he only taught me lessons about my worth that I was ignoring. I was ignoring my true self, my life's purpose. In all honesty, I didn't belong there and that's why every day it became harder. Souls come together to teach us lessons about our own lives. We all made a pact before we got here and some stay for a very long time and others stay for a minute amount of time. He signed up for six years. I signed up for six years. It took me a long time to see that and to learn that I needed to honor my love. It also took me a very long time to get over the pain because I didn't understand why things didn't work out. It took me three years to pick myself back up and I don't even want to go into detail about how long it took for me 
to find myself again. I am here to say that things happen for a reason. I wasn't meant to understand it until many years later. I was never meant to stay, but my heart wanted to wallow in the pain afterwards. For a long time, I thought that he had neglected me, but it was I that had neglected myself and my inner yearnings to be free. I was only meant to stay long enough to learn. And now that I look back on it, it probably could have ended sooner, but he stuck in there to remind me of my worth. Now in this very moment, I forgive myself for all the hurt that I put myself through. He was the mode, the medium in which the universe was using to tell me that I'm ignoring myself. So rather than hate the guy, all I can say now is thank you. Thank you for being the teacher of my worth. It was a very big task that you took on and only now I understand. And you did it well. I don't actually know what he does now or where he is, but now in this very moment, I send you love. I send you love to heal and I send you love so that you can feel whole, feel whole again. I believe that we both suffered in our own ways after the breakup in in different ways but we both did and so by sending you love and by sending another person love that is another way of showing them that you forgive them for the and that you thank them um so Thank you again. As a side note, um, you can use this idea that souls come together to teach us things on any type of relationship. relationship. So, for example, um, if you are in the grocery store and someone reacts to you in a negative way or doesn't isn't polite to you, um, if, if they lash out at you, you can just stop and ask yourself, what kind of energy am I putting out? They are just showing you a piece of yourself that you may be struggling with. Just thank them in your head and move on. But to continue with this is another topic for another Tuesday. So back to the content. How do we honor our own love? What does it mean to honor your love? Do these practices gently when you feel like you are in despair with any relationship or situation. I understand that at that specific moment, it may be sort of difficult to even sort through thoughts. 
but when you have a moment to yourself or have time of clarity, do these practices. How do we honor our own capacity to love? One, make your needs known in a gentle way. Present them kindly with love to yourself. Um, be honest with yourself. What do you want to do? What do you want to accomplish in this lifetime? And start to make plans of how to accomplish them. Two, hold space for yourself so you can explore what brings you joy and maybe you can start a business out of it. That's an accomplishment in of itself. You are still doing the things you enjoy and still being creative and providing a service to the world. Three, be aware of the actions that are occurring around you. What is the universe trying to tell you? What is um, the universe trying to tell you about your current path? If you are headed down a path and it's difficult, it may, be, it may not be the path for you. As a disclaimer, please choose wisely as well because we all have to put in the work to become our best selves. And like I said in the beginning, in the previous episodes, your journey back to your heart isn't always easy and putting in the work isn't always easy as well. You will know within if that is the right path for you. Four, when you are in a quiet space, ask yourself, what did this relationship teach me? Or what is this relationship trying to tell me? Five, remember that once you honor your love, your inner desires, and satisfy them, anything is possible. Because you know your love the fundamental building blocks of your soul. Six, always remember love is the highest vibration. It can nullify and dissipate your worries. Seven, use the breathing techniques we used at the beginning of the self-love episodes to anchor you in love, to calm you down, and to allow you to make um, the right decision for yourself in that very moment. All right, so now that we have discussed what it means to honor your love and power and discuss skills on how to go inward to be connected with your heart's desires, I want to, I want to bring us all back to center by taking a deep breath. And now, in this very moment, I send every single one of you um, love. And I send every single one 
of you that is part of the Strip Down to Love community and everyone who will soon be part of the Strip Down to Love community, I send you love in this very moment. Thank you for holding space for me while I share my story. So now that the Strip Down to Love podcast video has come to an end, take a deep breath in and out. Seal up all of that information you learned here on the Strip Down to Love podcast video. I want you to remember that you are valued and you are an investment. Your success is so very important to me. Until next time.